Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. I called a business only to find myself on hold for what seemed like an eternity as I listened to music that was evidently chosen to try to calm my growing frustration. As I not so patiently endured the delay, I wondered if that's the way we sometimes feel when we're waiting on God for answers. If you're in that situation today, take heart and stay with us for our look at Answers on the Way. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Psalm 95, the radio outreach ministry of the National Christian Choir from the greater metropolitan area surrounding our nation's capital. I'm Kathy Bowman, your host for this weekly devotional time, featuring scripture, commentary, and the stirring music of the choir, all designed to encourage you in your faith journey. And I'm delighted that you found time today to join me here as we focus on answers to our prayers that haven't shown up yet, that are still in the works but definitely on the way. 1 Peter 3.12 says, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. Then 1 John 5.14 and 15 says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. These verses are surely among the most comforting scriptures we have when we're crying out to God and trying desperately to believe for answers that are still on the way. Sometimes we ask for things and we're uncertain about whether or not what we've requested is within God's will for us. That's why when Jesus taught his disciples how to pray, he included the words, Thy will be done. Above everything, we should want God's will in our lives. He loves us more than we can imagine, and so we can always trust His will for us. So we pray, and we trust God's will, and then what? Well, the answer to that is a combination of things. Having faith, really believing that God has heard you and is at work to bring the answer to you. Also, demonstrating your faith by praising and thanking God in advance for the answer yet to come. And spiritual warfare plays a big role in the waiting process. We're going to look more in depth at these things today, and we'll begin with faith or belief. We're all familiar with Hebrews 11.1, which says, Now faith is the assurance of what we hope for, 
and the certainty of what we do not see. And the chapter goes on to say in verse 2, This is why the ancients were commended. Following that, we read a whole list of these ancients, the biblical heroes who demonstrated their faith and by doing so have become examples for us as we live out our faith. One thing all of them had in common was believing God, believing what he told them. And today we have God's word to us in the Bible. We can stand on that confidently, take it to the bank, so to speak. The choice is ours to believe. And we believe in spite of what circumstances look like, in spite of what others say, in spite of what our own minds may fear. I wrote a song years ago that says, I choose to believe. It was sort of a Christmas song in that it begins by citing the various aspects of Christ's birth that may be hard for some people to believe. But the chorus says, I choose to believe that the King of Kings was born that day long ago. I choose to believe he came to earth in love to set me free. I choose to believe his word is true. I choose to honor him with my praise. I choose to believe. I choose to believe. Sometimes we just have to put our foot down and declare to ourselves that we choose to believe God hears us. We choose to believe we have what we've asked of him. We choose to believe that even though we don't yet see it, the answer exists and is on its way.
As we pray in faith and really believe that God has heard us, there is sometimes, and I would say usually, a waiting period between making our request and the answer arriving. I believe it's scriptural to understand that the answer may be on its way as soon as we've prayed, but sometimes we don't see it made reality until some time has passed. Why is that, you ask? Well, one thing that can happen is doubt. We begin to question whether God heard us, whether our request was His will, whether we were in good enough standing with God for Him to hear and answer us, and on and on it goes. Doubt is the enemy of faith. So when you feel your thoughts heading in that direction, snatch that thought up and cast it as far away as you can from your thinking. Do not allow it to take root or gain a foothold in your mind. Know that you know God is bringing the answer and it's on its way, and by faith you will see your answer.
In addition to doubts and fears that can creep in while we're waiting on God's answer to our prayers, we can often get our focus off of God and onto our circumstances or the voices of others who may not share the confidence we have in God's Word. Job's friends come to mind here. They did nothing to encourage him while he was waiting on God's answer to his prayers. The best thing we can do is keep our eyes on God by reading His Word, actively entering into times of praise that focus on His greatness and His power, and thanking Him in advance that the answer is on its way. The last thing we'll talk about today that we may need to do while we're waiting for answers to our prayers is spiritual warfare. In case you haven't realized this yet, Satan is not the cute little red devil with a three-pronged spear that we see depicted in media of various kinds. He is, according to the word, a serious and powerful enemy, described in Genesis 3 as being more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God made. In the Gospels, he is seen in one of his most common roles, that of tempter. So we are instructed in Ephesians 6 concerning spiritual warfare. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore. Put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. I would encourage you to continue reading in Ephesians 6 to find out more about the armor of God that is so necessary for us to put on. Finally, in the book of Daniel, we see that Daniel's prayer request was delayed because of demonic interference so it's reasonable to assume that our prayers can be interfered with by the devil's schemes. In chapter 10, Daniel is addressed by a heavenly messenger who says to him, Don't be afraid, Daniel, since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. I have come in answer to your prayer, but for twenty-one days, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me, and I left him there with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. The point here is that God heard Daniel's prayer and sent the answer, but Satan interfered. And he is out to do all he can to interfere with our faith, too, to try to block our prayers and our praise, so we must then be astute and aware of his schemes. 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God, and take every thought captive to obey Christ.
want to leave you with a word of encouragement on waiting for answers. Just hang in there. Don't get discouraged. Don't let doubt creep in. Declare to God that you trust Him and know that He's heard you and is bringing the answer. Think of those in the Bible who had lengthy waits for answers. Abraham and Sarah waited years for God's promise to be fulfilled. Noah waited and was ridiculed as he built the ark and waited for the rain to begin. Joseph waited for years to see his dreams fulfilled. Mary and Martha waited for Jesus to come and heal their brother. But that answer didn't come in their time frame, but in God's perfect timing. I've personally experienced long waits measured in years to see God answer prayers. But when those answers came, the joy was beyond imagining. So continue to wait in faith. God will respond. Well, we're all out of time for today, but before I go, let me share some of the exciting things going on with the choir in this new year. 
Next Sunday evening, January 15th, the choir will be in concert at Redland Baptist Church in Durwood, Maryland at 6 o'clock p.m. You'll want to get there early for best seating. This concert will feature the music from our latest recording, Your Great Grace, as well as some of our favorites from the recent past. You won't want to miss it. So invite some friends and plan to join us at Redland Baptist Church in Durwood, Maryland next Sunday, January 15th at 6 o'clock p.m. for this full choir concert. All the details are on our website, nationalchristianchoir.org. Again, nationalchristianchoir.org. Then on Sunday evening, February 5th, the choir can be heard in concert in Frederick, Maryland at Evangelical Lutheran Church at 6 o'clock p.m. You'll enjoy hearing the choir in this beautiful historic church in downtown Frederick. And you may want to arrive a little early for this one, too, so you can get parked and get a seat in the sanctuary. There's a parking garage conveniently located next door to the church. And again, that's Sunday, February 5th. Visit our website for all the details, nationalchristianchoir.org. We hope to see you there. We're also auditioning new singers at this time, so if you live in the Mid-Atlantic area, have a love of singing for the Lord, and want to be involved in a dynamic music ministry, just email us at nccauditions at nationalchristianchoir.org to set up a time for an audition. That's nccauditions at nationalchristianchoir.org. We also hold auditions after most concerts, so that's an option as well. Once again, this is Kathy Bowman thanking you for joining me today. Be sure to tune in again next week as we worship together here on Psalm 95 with the National Christian Choir.